Hello, and welcome to today's episode of Consider This with Western Pest. I am your host, Mark Bretz. Consider this. You hire a service company and want to be sure you get what you pay for. How do you know the service representative will deliver what was promised? A fair question, and one we spend a lot of time discussing as an organization. Today, we'll share Western's approach to measuring quality and ensuring we do the job right the first time. And, just as important, we'll share how we hold ourselves accountable to that standard. To do that, we've invited Shannon Sked, Barry Bacorn, and Will Webb. Welcome, Shannon, Barry, and Will. Hey, guys, why don't we start by having you introduce yourselves and kind of let everyone know a little bit about yourself. Well, good morning, Mark, and everyone out there. Um, This is Will Webb. I have been with Western for, this will be my 21st year. Um, I started in this company as a residential service technician in our Ocean County location. Um, Worked my way up through the company in various roles, uh, commercial technician, termite technician, all things technician, uh, service supervisor for a few years, moved into a branch manager role. Um, and then finally, uh, here I am as a region manager for the company. I started in uh, May of 2010, so I've been doing that um, eight years plus. So um, that's my role. So I've uh, certainly with quality has been in my life since the first day of employment here. So it's very, very near and dear to me. Uh, so I'm happy we're talking about that today. So it's going to be a good talk. Good. I'm Shannon Sked. I'm the uh, manager of innovations and continuous improvement for Western Pest. And uh, part of that is quality. Um, I've been with the company for going on my eighth year now. um, And I'm a board-certified entomologist. I also have a PCQI and a bunch of other acronyms uh, for auditing purposes. Um, And uh, so we're always constantly looking for ways that we can improve through our audit process. Okay, and I'm Barry Baycourt, and I'm the Quality Assurance Specialist. Uh, I started with Western back in 1994. As a residential technician, went to a commercial technician, served some time as a supervisor, and uh, I've taken this role um, to expand my horizons and uh, increase quality for the company. Great. We're excited to have you in that role. We're looking forward to some great things ahead. Uh, Certainly, Will, as you said, you've got a long uh, career in this industry. Uh, In your role as a region manager, you have a lot of responsibility. Uh, So tell me about why is this so important? Why is the quality assurance component so important? We know quality is important. How how is this whole topic so important to you? Yeah, it's it's. Uh, I mean, it's everything, right? It's what we're, it's what this company's built on. It's built on our quality. I mean, there's a lot of companies out there that are uh, claim to do uh, all the things that we do, but the, the quality assurance piece, it's uh, it's proof. You know, um, it tells us that we're we're doing the right thing. It's powerful. It's powerful to us. It's powerful to our customers. Um, you know, when we're out there talking about how good we are. How do we know that? You know, that's the question we have to ask ourselves. And, and, and too frequently, a lot of companies don't do that well. I think we do it extremely well. And it holds us to our own standards, which are very high. And uh, the only way we know that is if we have guys like Barry and Shannon out there telling us as a team, you know, where our gaps are. Because nobody's perfect, right? We say it all the time. There's no perfect company. We just always want to be better. So it's continuous improvement. It's always looking at what we're doing and saying, hey, we're missing something here. Or we're not doing this as well as we could be. So that's where it's so critically important that we have a really robust you know, quality assurance team 
and a, a program that really keeps us honest to to what we are and what we are as a high quality organization, right? And that's uh, that's powerful to us. It's powerful to our customers. When we're transparent with our customers about our quality and we say, hey, here's, here's some things that we're doing. Here's some things that we're going to get better at for you. That just builds loyalty and trust with our customer base. That's how we, we have these customers that stay with us for 20, 30 years. It's because of those things. And it's all centered around the quality of what we do. Period. There's nothing more. And Will, you just mentioned something that we talk a lot about, and it's it's a culture of continuous improvement. Virtually none of our uh, teammates are, are happy with with what we always want to get better. When we just when we think we've done a great job, we're like, yeah, but I think we could probably do a little bit better. And sometimes it's driven by changes in the industry. It's driven by changes uh, on our customers' end that that force us to to go to the next level, which is great. Uh, so so Shannon, sh- share with me how is this culture of continuous improvement help drive our quality assurance efforts so that we can continue to raise the bar? Well, I think they, it's almost like a feedback loop. We have uh, quality assurance that's constantly looking for um, where things are changing and what changes are needed, um, where things are going well, where they aren't going well. And whenever we do find those opportunities, it could be a change in service, it could be a change in product, it could be a change in customer expectation or or changes on the market as a whole, the quality program identifies those things upfront, proactively, and first and foremost. So it's not something where we're waiting for people to tell us this needs to be done. We're constantly looking for where are those opportunities. Once that happens and those are identified, we can actually bring it back with our technical group, take a look at those things, and come up with either if it's a process change or a new offering or whatever the case may be, we can take a look at those things and, and stay on that leading edge of the industry to make sure that we're, we're taking care of our customers the way that they should be taken care of or the way that we expect ourselves to take care of the customers. One thing that's really, um, I think, special about the pest control industry as a whole, and I think something that Western really does a great job of keeping its arms around is it's incredibly dynamic. Um, so Barry and I have talked a, a bunch about this. Is it's not manufacturing, it's not flipping burgers. Um, there is con- not saying that those things aren't important. I like burgers, uh, but there is constant, constant. Uh, changes that happen in the industry. There's new product development that comes onto the market. Um, Ten years ago, bed bugs was something that we didn't even talk about. Now all of a sudden, it's a major part of what's important to our customers. If we weren't on the leading edge of that, if we weren't coming up with innovative programs on on how we can come up with a package system that will support and protect our customers' brands, their their businesses, then we would have lost that whole entire boat and, and we would have just been another service provider. Being on the leading edge gave us that opportunity to actually say, hey, this is happening, this is out there, we need to be on it. And that was actually identified through the quality program. We had customers that were saying, I need this, I need this, I need this. But even before that happened, we had our audited system saying, this is something that's important. We're, we're, there's, there's a need that's going to be facing a lot of our customers, and we were ready for it when it showed up. Yeah, I think the, the cool thing about what we're doing and, and where quality assurance is today is that evolving piece, right? So when I was a service technician, it was very, very rigid program, very, very good program, robust, but very rigid. Here's a, here's, here's pass, here's fail. You know, offices were scheduled routinely. And now we're at the point where we're developing quality assurance programs for specific customers, right? Our larger customers have their own quality assurance piece, Shannon, That's that right. you developed, right? Yep. So we're working with some large customers that have their own system uh, that we've created and we show them. We're very transparent with them. So the evolving of what we're doing is so critically important. We need to stay out in front of it because uh, the, the, the customers are demanding more, and rightfully so. 
right? Mm-hmm. With technology and all the things that we're using today, it's it's phenomenal what we're doing. Yeah, as I look back, I mean, all of you have a lot of years in the industry and certainly with our company, we've had so many different iterations of quality control programs, quality assurance programs that each tended to build on themselves and get a little bit stronger as new ideas come up. Um, and, you know, you know, reflect, Barry, you've been doing this a long time. I mean, what have you seen in the changes over the years? Well, one of the changes is some of those things that, that Will was just leading to, that the, the customers have more demands with third-party auditing. Uh, um, FDA inspections, USDA inspections, and it's up to us to make sure we're on top of that. And one of the things that since I've been doing this um, and going out to different offices and meeting with supervisors and riding with them, the communication aspect that we have with our uh, customers is so important. And these guys out there in the field do a fantastic job at it, yeah. um, always staying on top and finding out what the customer's needs, getting the feedback from them so we can put together programs that are, are going to better serve them. And Barry, you just said it. Um, proactive, right? We're going to our customers and saying, here's what we're going to do because we know that you're faced with this. Yep. It's not the other way around. If you if it's the other way around and customers have to come to us and ask, we've lost the game. We're not out ahead of it. Yeah, I think there's there's meetings we've had where I know we talked about one of our larger customers got multiple locations, and I don't even remember who it was. It might have been you, Will, that talked about, hey, we ought to have a proactive quality control program just for that customer. Um, and then that morphed into, you know, there's another industry that I think would really benefit. And we got very specific. Exactly. It wasn't generic. I mean, you can comment more on that, Shannon. You yeah, certainly that, helped us. That was, uh, I think it's something that's really special about Western as a whole. And and at least my experience in the pest control industry, um, that I'm really proud to be a part of, of this organization. Um, if you take a look at, we have sales rep, technicians, myself, there's the, Barry, there's a bunch of us that have a bunch of these letters after our name that really are not pest control specific. For example, uh, preventive controls quality inspector. That's a food grade uh, a certification. It has it's, it, it, Pest control is a small portion of it, but that's not what it focuses on. It focuses on food safety, uh, SQF practitioner, all of these other things. We have people in our organization that actually have these certifications. That means that we have invested in our people to go through the same training that our customers are going to be going through so that we can actually intelligently and with good information provide them with programs for our portion of, for example, their food safety program. Um, so it's. I think the, the part that's really neat about that is that the quality is not just we provide the best pest control out there. The quality is we provide the best service for your specific industry. And we can actually be a part of what's important to you as a customer. If it's food safety, we could be a part of your food safety program. If it's FDA uh, uh, auditing compliance through uh, uh, pharmaceutical manufacturer, we got that covered. If it's restaurant, we got that covered. Whatever the vertical is, there are people in our organizations that are specialists in those verticals where we could sit down with your chefs, we could sit down with your QA people, we could sit down with your, your purchasers, we could sit down with almost anybody in our customer's organization and intelligently come up with a program that will support them and make their jobs easier. Yeah, so it sounds like for sure, and I know I've seen it, I'm sure you guys have seen it, there's a strong consulting component to what we do as well. Yes. It's more than just doing the pest control uh, and doing that very, very well. It's, it's a consulting con- component that I've seen over the years, uh, industries and certain customers come to us and reach out, and we're happy to do that. I mean, there's there's several examples where we've, we've helped them with 
to your point, the FDA, the USDA uh, regulations, and then sometimes they get overwhelmed by it. And they say, hey, can you guys help us? And, and we've done that on numerous occasions. Right down know? to the field. And I, I'm curious with Barry, with, with your experience as a technician, that's something that I noticed. I, I love the consulting X aspect of what I do, helping people I'm very passionate about. So this is something that I, 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 I would do that anyway, whether or not I was being paid. It's just my nature. Um, but the thing that I thought was really impressive is, is Barry was actually one of the people that trained me when I came on board. For the first couple <laughs> months, I'm riding around with Barry, and he's showing me how, how to do everything. Uh, the one thing that I noticed in that is our technicians are actually consultants as well. So um, I'm curious, Barry, what you think about that? Yeah, it's just uh, always keeping an open line of communication with the customer. Um, I've learned a lot from the customers and where we got to go next. Um, we, like I said, I might not have everything, have everything off my fingertips, um, but like I said, the company has every resource available um, to, to make sure that they get the service that they need. Um, yesterday was an example, and it's just um, – Shannon and I did an inspection uh, for a few places yesterday, and our contact there uh, was, was constantly talking about the partnership. And he must have said the word partnership probably 15 times mm -hmm. um, throughout that, that their company had with us. And that's what we're trying to create, and that's going to be a long-term relationship going forward um, for us going out helping him to make sure he's compliant with his third-party audits that are coming up. Yeah, yeah, that really motivates us, I know. And, and part of what what you see in a lot of these industries, and I'd be curious to get your guys' perspective on it, it's far more than just pest control. The documentation piece is really critical, and that's where good quality assurance uh, to make sure that all that documentation is in line is a big part of what we do. So feel free to kind of share share some of the things we do around documentation. Well, what's what I think is really cool at a, at a bigger kind of 20,000-foot view to it, what I think is really cool is, aside from the fact that we can offer all those things, we have the expertise to offer all those things, when I'm sitting down with a customer, getting to Barry's point with partnership, and I'm going to do a an audit, and they're going to get a report, and some of the things in the report are going to be things that we need to address, and some of the things in the report are things that I need them to address, and they're sitting there saying, show me what I need to do. It speaks volumes to the partnerships that are established from the technicians straight on up through the, through the chain. Um, otherwise, it would there would be this this banner, this back and forth banner. Um, so what's really cool is is when that report is written and I send it up and I say, here's some things that we need to do on the pest control side. Here's something I need your sanitarium to do on the sanitation side. Here's something that your facilities group needs to do on the exclusion side. And they're saying, thank you. That says volumes <laughs> because I'm pointing out things that are outside of what we would provide that I need, I need their help with as well in order for us to be able to really do effective programs. So it's really cool. That, that speaks if, – if, if those partnerships aren't there, the second that we go out of our box and say, hey, here's something for sanitation, here's something for facilities control, there's defensive posturing that would happen and we don't see that often at all. Yeah, so we're talking a lot about some of the corporate initiatives that we do around ensuring our quality, but there's a frontline element to this from our service supervisors and branch managers around uh, ensuring quality in their branches. So why don't you guys tell us a little bit about, or tell our audience how we go about doing that? Yeah, I mean, there's uh, we have a quality program just right with our with our service teams um, and our service supervisors are you know we always say it, they're the gatekeepers of quality, right? That's their primary 
job <laughs> duty is to make sure that our our service is where it needs to be as well. So uh, Barry and Shannon can't be in every branch every day, so we need to continually look at that. So their piece of it is uh, just routine audits each month um, between the service supervisor. Our branch managers do it. They visit their top accounts, and it's all about inspecting what we're doing and making sure that, you know, in between quality audits that Barry and, and Shannon would be doing, that, we're, that we are providing the service that we should be um, and at the level that we need it to be at. So that's a constant. That's happening daily. Right? Yeah, so it's, and, it's fair to say that a, a service supervisor and a branch manager in our company is a big field-based position to be out with customers and employees. 100%. Yeah. yeah. yeah it's huge. So the other – if I was listening to this as a potential customer or even a, a current customer, there could be a, a, someone saying, well, isn't that kind of like the fox watching the hen house? You're, you're saying you're checking your own quality. How do you maintain the independence is a question that, that people may have to make sure that you're really holding yourself accountable. So, so speak to that, Shannon. So the, um, that, that's a great question because it – at the end of the day, I wear a Western logo on my shirt just like everybody else in the company. We all do work for the same flagship. Um, however, uh, Barry and I are out of our home office, so we don't report through the profit centers um, that we have throughout the company. Uh, we're independent from the, the incentives of the branch managers, supervisors, and technicians of each individual uh, uh, branch that's actually providing service to the customer. Um, so that's one part. The other part, which I think is actually even more important, or more important, is the partnerships that we develop internally with our with the branches that we're we're providing this consultative service for. Um, if we don't have the, the 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 confidence of the branch, if we don't have those relationships where we're saying here's here's things that need to be done, that could fall apart very fast. So it's actually a it's almost like a two pronged facet. We have the independence in the way that we're structured organizationally. And then we have a big part of the work that Barry and I have to do on, on a day-in, day-out basis is develop and maintain more of a, a helpful consultative type of relationship with the branches that we're going to go in and audit. So we're going to tell these branch managers and supervisors and technicians, here's what I saw. And some of that stuff is not going to be good. <laughs> we have to be able to say to them, here's some things that I've not seen good, and then say, okay, thank you for the help. So it's kind of similar to what we were talking about before with customers. It's just almost like an internal customer. That's that's our that's our mentality towards that relationship. Yeah, and it, and it comes down to leadership, right, in the company. And in a, in, a, in a organization like ours with strong leadership that does the right thing, uh, will will hold themselves accountable for quality, and you know it's up to me ultimately, right, Mark, and you, and 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 the the the, the brand leaders, to you know when they see something that's wrong to do something about it. And I have never in my entire twenty one years with this company have ever seen us not take action when we see something that might be failing with quality. Yeah, it's interesting. Sometimes we get a, an interesting reaction from our customers that are so shocked at how quick we move when they need us. Uh, and, and I guess they don't find that from other providers in any industry, not just this industry. So, And we talk about the level of quality we're shooting for in a culture and continuous improvement. As you guys know, we created our compass for kind of what's going to guide us going forward to, to, to reach the potential we feel we have. Right out of the gate, the why we exist is to provide first-class service to homes, businesses, and brands. You know, we want to be the best of the best, right? Um, so as we look at 2019, what are some of the initiatives around quality assurance that you guys are most excited about? Because I know we're, we're continuing to make a lot of enhancements. What comes to mind are, are some exciting initiatives? I guess besides having Barry in that role, which I'm excited <laughs> about. That's, that's okay to say that. 
No, what I'm what I'm looking forward to, I said, which I've already done a, a little bit of, is is going out there, seeing what we're doing right, seeing what we could do better, um, and being able to take that, like Shannon was saying, take that back to our technical and training team and develop new plans and find out how we can constantly get better at what we do. And what I've seen so far, everybody is super receptive about that. We don't want to turn this into smacking somebody on the back of the hand because um, we're doing something wrong. We want to figure out how we're going to fix that and how we can continually get better. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've had everybody's support since I've started with this um, on going with that type of initiative. I think there's there's two pieces um, that, that are really important. And internally, we look at this as, as uh, training opportunities at every step along the way. So when we do find something and Barry says, okay, this is this could be done better, instead of it, as Barry said, being smacked on the back of the hand, this is a training opportunity. Um, and it might not be something that that individual person may have done before or may be aware of. So we're, we're not looking at it as a disciplinary action. We're more so looking at it as a training opportunity for that con- continuous improvement. The other one is that the, the quality program as a whole fits uh, snugly into our Innovations and Continuous Improvement core team. Um, QA is a part of that core team along with our technical experts and, and whatnot. And then we actually branch out from there into a committee that includes people from the field. So the feedback that we get from quality is going to be coming in and our technical experts are going to say, okay, here's another opportunity. Which ones do we, we think is going to be most beneficial for the customer base? Which ones are going to be the things that are really going to add value? And the last piece, which kind of like encompasses the whole thing, is we have um, redesigned our quality program. We actually, Mark, you and I have completely redesigned this thing so that it's more of a consultative effort than I think it ever has been before. Instead of it being about yes, no, a grading system, this, that, and the other, it's actually reporting structures that our customers can use for their improvement initiatives, reporting structures that we can use internally for our branches improvement initiatives. Um, so it's 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 more of a consultative quality audit than it is a yes no. It's it's not a it's not an FDA or USDA inspection. Yeah, and I know over the years, and we continue to do this. We take this information back at supervisor meetings to help them elevate their game. Um, so the, the approach to it uh, hopefully makes us all better. I don't know, Will. Is there anything in particular for for twenty nineteen that you're particularly excited around around uh, our quality assurance efforts? Yeah, I just I like the entire way that we've built this, you know, or rebuilt this program. Yeah. Uh, I think it's uh, it's it's certainly more robust of a quality assurance program than we've ever had. Uh, it's more granular, which is good. It, it breaks out certain segments and looks at them differently than we ever have. Um, you know, it's just it's the change. I, I, it's it's always good to change and adapt to what what's being called for. And I think our program today, I mean, we could spend hours talking about that program, right? Um, what I will say is it's going to change us and, and for the right reasons. It's going to elevate our quality even even more than it is. So um, I love it. I think it's, uh, it's going to be powerful for us in the market, you know, to really say that we are the best and we need to continue to be able to say that and, and, and believe it, right? We can, anybody can say it. And yeah. there's a lot of companies that do say it, you know, and, and we're one of those that can say it and believe it, which yeah, is powerful. We, we certainly service all types of customers, whether it's commercial, residential, termite, um, and we can handle virtually any problem that these folks have. 
but we certainly shine in the highly regulated space where you're yeah. talking about protecting the food supply, right? You're talking about protecting people's homes. I mean, areas like that where you just have to be on your game. Yeah. Uh, and that's where I think programs like this and the efforts that, that our team puts in is just absolutely critical. And, and to your point, making it better each year is, is so valuable for us. Yeah. One yeah. thing that I will say I think is, is kind of allows the quality program to do everything that it does has to do with the, the people that we have on the front lines. Um, one of the things that I think is incredibly impressive and actually a big part of the decision of why I ended up uh, uh, coming to Western, why I had an interest in Western to begin with, um, was a supervisor that we had on staff. Uh, I was doing, I was proctoring a entomology certification exam for one of his technicians. Um, the technician was a little late coming back. The supervisor said, hey, come into my office. Let's sit down. We'll talk while we're waiting. I look on the wall, and he's got this certificate on the wall. It, it said BTS. I had no clue what that was for, and now know it's basic training school or basic technical school. Um, but the part that impressed me was that certificate was eight months older than I am, which means <laughs> that there was longevity in this company, and people stayed. And, and you don't stay if, if you're making a ton of mistakes that you can't correct, and if you don't stay if you're not happy with the company. So uh, my experience since then being with the company is that, to your point, Mark, we can solve any problem. I have seen some of the most innovative, creative things I think I've ever seen in my life working with the people that are out in the field servicing our customers day in and day out. And that just allows us to really shine and, and it allows a quality program to kind of wrap around that and bring it all home. And that plays into exactly the role that you've taken on uh, where we've kind of changed some of your responsibilities to think more about the continuous improvement and innovations and how can we continue to kind of reinvent ourselves to make sure we're providing yep what the customers need, and in some cases, get ahead of what they need before they know they need it. Um, and, and that's important, and you need someone focused on that, so we're excited to have you in that role. We're very excited, Barry, to have you in this role, for <laughs> sure. Um, so so excited about that. Any are, final thoughts? You're not excited that I'm in my role? <laughs> I, mean, I, mean, I feel left out or something yeah. here. <laughs> <laughs> definitely excited to have you in thank your you, role. Thank you, thank you, thank uh, you. Any final thoughts? Everyone's excited for 2019? Yeah, absolutely. It's great. Well, I'd like to thank our guests today for sharing their insights on how Western handles quality control. We're passionate about what we do, and we would love the opportunity to discuss this or any topic where Western can help. If you would like your local Western office representative to give you a call and, and talk to you about your specific needs, please give us a call at 1-800-544-BUGS. That's 1-800-544-BUGS. We'd also love to hear from you about any topics of interest that you may have. Tell us what you'd love to hear, and we'll be happy to look at it. You can also reach us at westernpest.com, or you can reach me directly at mbretz at westernpest.com. That's M-B-R-E-T-Z at westernpest.com. We also have a friendly request. We'd love to have you subscribe to our podcast in either in iTunes or SoundCloud. Thanks a lot, everyone. Have a good day.